Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and joining alongside me are my fellow men of Middle-earth, Shabazz. Hello. And Anthony. I'm, I'm an elf. Just letting you know. Is- <laughs> I'm an elf. Okay. That's that is you know what you know. Anthony is actually quoting a classic Tolkien line. This is actually one from the Similarian that's often overlooked, where he's like, "I'm an elf." Okay, you just want to make sure. It's, it's you said at a higher pitch, though. I believe, like, "I'm an elf." It's a. It's <laughs> that, De Niro's, I think that's a Santa uh, Claus elf. De Niro's elf. Yeah, I'm an elf. Oh. Yeah. I'm an elf. Okay. Yeah. I'm an elf. I'm an elf. Uh, this has been a long time coming. This show is one that was announced all the way back in our first year of doing the movie podcast. And now here we are three years later, three years wiser. Of course, that is just a blink of an eye in the, in the life of an elf like, like Anthony. But uh, here we are finally able to talk about the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. This is pretty amazing. Shay, how are you feeling right now? I... Uh it, it it does feel like a long time coming because you think about this show and where we were where we were with our show and the fact that we got to go to the premiere of the show as well like everything kind of just feels like it's setting in right now for me and what's great about it is that we can talk really positively about this show. Obviously, yeah. no spoilers as to what our review is going to be. You just spoiled our review, though, that it's, it's going to be a positive review. Positively <laughs> a bad show. No, I'm just kidding. Well, oh, wow. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, I, I can't wait to talk about it because there's just so much about this show that we can dissect, and we've only seen the first two episodes right now. So there's so much more that we want to kind of go into, but. I, I'm very excited. Like this was this was an unreal experience in getting to see. Well, knowing that Lord of the Rings is one of our favorite, you know, trilogies and, and and series, and we've all read the books and we've all watched the movies. So, to to get to this point is 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 huge. I'd say. Yeah, you're so right. And of course, Shay is alluding to the fact that we did attend the Hollywood premiere of the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, uh, which was the point at the time of you listening to this was a couple of weeks ago now, which is crazy to think how fast time has gone by. Uh, you know, we were also very lucky. We have an interview series that just went up on the movie podcast feed and on YouTube. So if you've been watching all of our coverage this week, thank you so much. We've been having a lot of fun and we've been working really hard on putting everything together, you know, between making the videos and the graphics and everything. It's been a lot of work work on our end but we really wanted to make sure that the rollout for the show was special so here we are now at the finale we are at the finish line the all of our interview series episodes are out you could go check them out if you want to hear from the cast of the show if you want to hear about the creators behind it go check it out we have a three-part interview series up right now now anthony how are you feeling right now how are you doing i'm doing well i'm just excited to be able to talk about this show for the for the first yeah. time, right? We've been in we've been in Casa Doom for the past uh, <laughs> couple of months or a month and a half. So uh, it's nice to be able to uh, express how we feel about the show, and and it is a long time coming. Like and to hear about where this show started and where it and it is, it's like it's phenomenal because you would read about all these things that Amazon was doing with Lord of the Rings, but you really didn't know what it looked like and you didn't know what it felt like and you just all you can kind of rely on is peter jackson's lord of the rings and that was right the foundation so this is the first time we're able to get different creators different uh we'll say a different vision for this world but but you know be in this the same token universe so it's it's exciting right. to talk about and can't wait to kind of go into it 
Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing, you know, I, I think for, for all of us, we've been able to talk about it with each other, uh, but now we get to talk about it with you. You listening to this episode, you watching this episode right now, uh, this show's going to be massive. And I, I can't wait for all of us to be able to talk about it, share what we love, share what our thoughts are, share our predictions, where this is going to be going. And of course, as always, you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout throughout the week for our review episodes, our interviews and reviews on all the latest movies and series. Uh, if you want to keep this conversation going after this review, make sure you're joining our Discord. We have a great Discord channel that we're going to be talking about the show. We're talking about She-Hulk. We're talking about everything that we're watching, everything that's going on. So that's a great spot for you to continue the conversation, take things, um, I guess, out of the episodes, and let's let's keep talking about it. that. We, we'd love for that. Um, also, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at The Movie Podcast. We are making a lot of great posts there a lot of great videos i don't like the word content but there's so much content out there for us for you to engage with and for you to check it out if you want to see how our trip was at, at to la if you want to know what the premiere was like and of course if you want to see all of the footage from our interviews we're making great little shorts and reels and you know and and goo gadgets and whatnots so and all the, whatever whatever the kids are calling these is these that videos. A, is I, it an elvish term i believe goo gadgets <laughs> goo gadgets yeah i think it's elvish or it's dr seuss i'm not oh, too sure okay. it's one of them it's very similar uh very similar text to uh to adapt for sure uh but just make sure you're following us on all of our socials uh you don't want to miss anything that we have going on it's a very busy time here because you know fan expo's wrapping up we're at tiff as well the last of us part two remake is coming out on ps5 there are so many amazing things that we're going to be talking about on this channel um and we love doing this and i think that's the biggest part so we, we want to have a great community uh that we could all share what we love and focus on the positivity always so make sure uh if that sounds good to you please make sure you're following us at the movie podcast you can also follow us check out our show notes for all of those links and more but today of course is all about the lord of the rings the rings of power this series is going to be premiering on prime video uh for the first two episodes is actually premiering at 9 p.m on september 1st so they are doing a special premiere after that it will be a new episode weekly and i want to say a huge 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 middle earth size thank you to our friends at prime video for trusting us for watching the series for making us sign all the ndas so we don't spoil anything uh and for letting us you know come along and do some really amazing stuff in la with the press junkets and you know watching this series so Definitely huge shout out to them. And let's get right into it. Anthony, please start us off with a synopsis for The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Prime Video's The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power brings to screens for the very first time the heroic legends of the fabled Second Age of Middle-Earth's history. This epic drama is set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, and will take viewers back to an era in which great powers were forged kingdoms rose to glory and fell to ruin. Unlikely heroes were tested, hope hung by the finest of threads, and the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen threatened to cover all the world in darkness. I love it. You know, the, the worlds of J.R.R. Tolkien are just massive. So I think the best way to be able to explore them is in the series and we know this uh this first season is going to be eight episodes long uh you're getting two episodes right out the gate um and they do cover a lot of groundwork to establish what's going to be coming next so shay finally start us off tell us what you thought of the first two episodes of the lord of the rings the rings of power and of course this will be spoiler free you know i was really nervous and afraid before we you know went to la and went to this whole premiere and everything and i was like 
what if we don't like this show? Like that would just sting. That would just be like, yeah, it was great. But I'm so glad to report <laughs> that we loved this show. Like we had such a good time with it. It it feels completely uh, connected to the to the world that Peter Jackson already has us familiar with. This show is just epic. It's breathtaking. There's moments that I'm watching and I'm like, I can't believe this is supposed to be watched on a TV screen. Like it's, right. it's unbelievable. It's actually unbelievable. There's there's so many there's so many moments where I was like, is this CG? Is this practical? Where are they taking this? The the budget is obvious. You know, we know Amazon, we know Prime Video has spent almost a billion dollars pretty much on this whole franchise, and each episode is what about sixty million? Was it? Yeah, uh, it was it was a large amount. You know, I think it, was a large it, it came around to around 60, 60 per episode, which is the most expensive show of all time. Hundred percent, right? and every dollar shows on the screen. There's there's a beautiful cast here as well, and every character so far I'm engaged with. Just like in the Lord of the Rings, we're kind of getting these multiple stories being told that obviously will eventually kind of connect right down to the middle. But each right. story that we're kind of passing through, I'm like, that's interesting. I like what's happening here. This is. This is cinematic excellence. This show does it so well. It carries itself so well, and it is so damn beautiful. I felt I felt like I was back in the world that I was when I was like 10, 11 years old watching the original films when they were coming out in theaters. Right. Uh, it, it didn't skip a beat for me. Granted, the first episode, I will say, does have some slow moments in it, but it's necessary for the story they're trying to tell. There isn't any wasted moments. It's just that to get to a certain point, it might drag on a little bit. But I can promise you that on a rewatch, or even if you watch it as a whole from like the whole show from the beginning, it makes sense. It it, it makes up for what it's trying to do. Yeah, and you know, I think that's a great point because you know the first episode of the show. It's doing a lot. And I think the, the the first episode, it's, you know, it's establishing its own world. It's establishing these different factions of characters. And it's establishing the fact that this is not Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, right? This that, And that's a lot to do. And I remember back when the Hobbit films were coming out, you know, they carried that weight of these are films from Peter Jackson that are in his The World of Lord of the Rings, you know, and I recently rewatched the Hobbit trilogy. And being almost a decade removed from them now, I'm like, I can appreciate what these films are doing a lot more now because you're not necessarily having those expectations of these are tied to this original trilogy. Yes, they are tied and they're connected, but they're not, you know, they're not like leaning on them. They're not, you know, needing them for support. They are its own stories. And I think that's what I love so much about this show is that it's establishing you know, 2000 years before anything that we know from this world, you know, it's carving out its own ground. And I think that's what's so important. And, you know, the, I, I honestly believe the show is going to redefine what's possible for television. You know, like you see what's being done in the show with the effects, with the visuals, the story that they're telling. It's massive. This is what defines epic. It's the rings of power. And it's really, really impressive. Anthony, please jump on in. Yeah. I like I was speechless coming out of uh, <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say, yeah, guys, you're wrong. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> no, I, I was, I'm an elf. I was I'm an elf. Um I was speechless coming out of the screenings that we we visit when we went to go watch it, and I was actually absolutely shocked that this was something that was gonna be airing on TV. Like this had this this should be on the biggest screen in the whole entire world. This 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 is this is bigger than Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. And that is like a, a hot take, but it is because we are dealing with the, an epic of, of characters, of, of 
different from different plan uh, from different plans from different areas that are <laughs> you know we we dealt with Lord of the Rings as a ragtag team of of crew and they they kind of went on their adventure but this is setting up the biggest battles the biggest um beast that everything that you will see in this show is going to be bigger and grander than what we got from the lord of the rings or even the hobbit i'm absolutely in love with everything from from the beginning to the the last sequence of of episode two i'm in love with it i brought back to a time where you know lord of the rings was a huge part of my teenage life in seeing this and kind of having the creators and the love that kind of went into that is shown in this series. They've done justice to Peter Jackson because they've, they've taken what his vision was and they now elaborated into something far grander than what we've ever seen on screen. It's a cinematic masterpiece. You know, there are visual effects that I couldn't tell if they were real or not. There are practical effects that are, they just work well with CG. Everything is, it just flows. The story, the characters, even the new characters. I know a lot of people will say, well, well those characters were not part of Lord of the Rings. Well, you know what? Some things have to change. And, you know, as someone who read the books, I'm okay with these characters being part of this universe. Maybe you're not, yeah, of course. but I am. Um, because it just adds a little bit more. I want more from this story. I cannot rely on, you know, what Tolkien wrote 40 five years ago and even broken up because he never finished those books. His son finished those books and it was, it was a process that took a really long time. So it's okay for people in with the right amount of heart to continue these stories. And I think it's important because if you don't, we'll forget about Lord of the Rings. We'll forget about who these characters are and what they bring You're to so this true. world. So that's so true. Um, then like overall, like my experience with this show was, absolutely amazed and for those of you who think you know game of thrones no no disrespect to game of thrones i like you know game of thrones is you know the the it's very similar to the lord of the rings it has a very similar look and feel and all that but this is much much bigger than game of thrones like for those of you who watch and think this is amazing you have no idea you're you're gonna be out of your mind when you see this show absolutely <laughs> you're gonna be like blown away because you're everything is real like the landscapes like there are green screen effects but like this new zealand as a um a location is absolutely magical for this show it they just the 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 grand epicness of of the scenic shots it just works so well and you're gonna learn a lot about what came before Lord of the Rings, these characters that kind of spell in, you're going to meet characters that you've, you've seen in Lord of the Rings. You're going to see a young Elrond. You're going to see a young Galadriel who is a badass. I wish we saw more of this in, you know, the Lord of the Rings, even though maybe she wasn't a badass, but I like her as a badass. She, she does really very stoic. Job. She's very, she stoic, was very stoic. She's also yeah. a stone cold killer. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's just everything is fantastic. I I don't know what else to say, but it's it's a masterpiece. This is two episodes. I don't even know all the other episodes. I could just say this on two episodes. <laughs> it, it, it's just downhill from here. I think. Yeah. yeah, they spent the budget already. They spent the budget. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I you know what? That's the thing. We walked out of the screening and immediately we were like, wow, like we were speechless. Like, we didn't have any words to kind of say. And I think one of the things that I really want to highlight right now are are all the different 
characters that we kind of come across in the first episodes. You know, like you mentioned, Galadriel, we have Elrond. Elrond was the one that I think I was the most nervous with because I, I, I was like, how can someone be as good as Hugo Weaving? How can we get that gravitas? And then Robert Arameo comes in and absolutely kills it. He brings this level of humanity to Elrond that we hadn't seen in the, in the Peter Jackson movies where he's right now is my favorite character that we've seen followed by Ishmael's character who is Aaron Deer, who's this elf who's in love with this human played by Nazanin Bunyadi who plays Bronwyn. And you're just kind of like, you, you, you like where this is going because you're like, Oh, this is like forbidden love, but there's right. just so much more. There's so much depth to it. And their story is interesting, but yeah, there's just, there's so much about this. And I even loved uh, Prince Durin, who we've heard so much about in the Hobbit and in the Lord of the Rings movies. Right. And now we're finally getting to kind of meet him. And it's just, it's just really, really cool because he's really fun. It's really light. And there's this level that is, is, is unbelievable. And it, it, you can't believe you're finally getting back into this world. And it, you're going back to this world with such respect. One thing I want to say about Elrond, because we're, we're so used to Hugo Weaving's Elrond and also uh, Elrond, who's been, um, who's dealt with humans and or, or men, we'll say, and dealt with the world that happened after the ring. You you clearly see this young version of Elrond, so hopeful, empathetic, yes. happy, just charming, charming, just just all a lot of life into this character, and it's going to be a tragic. It's not tragic, but there is going to be a tragicness to his character because he loses that because we see that in you know the the fellowship of the ring and, and the two towers and, and the return of the king where he's jaded and there's, there's no trust in, in the world that he lives in anymore. And it's just so much hopefulness right now for him. And I think right. like seeing the other perspective of his character 2000 years before what we got is, is, is amazing to see. It's like, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, th- and that's what's, and that's, what's so fun, right? Like you get to, you get, we, we get to explore these characters in times that, you know, we've never seen them before. And I always think to, you know, to the people who are, you know, feel, you know, very protective of Tolkien's text. I mean, this is, this is just an ad- adaptation, right? This is just a series. This is a show. This is not taking away from the stories you love. This, this is made you know, out of respect and or love for those stories, right? And I think that's what's so incredible about it. When, when we think about the team behind the show, they're making this because they love the works that it's inspired by, you know? And I think you, and you see that and you think of someone like Elrond, you think of Galadriel and you're just like, it's so cool seeing them as younger, you know, unsure of themselves, you know, they have this line of duty, but also friendship. And I love the friendship that we see between Galadriel and, uh, and Elrond, right? We get to see that established in this episode, you know, Elrond's so excited to see Galadriel. And it's almost like, it feels like, is this like a friendship? Is this like a romantic thing between them? Because obviously we see them like, you know, just having watched the Hobbit films, we see them fight together and we see them talk with one another, but you don't really know much about their backstory. And obviously Tolkien is like the epitome of backstory and lore, right? So there's so much to pull from and you could tell that they had a lot of fun and just a lot of just 
great ideas and telling these stories. And I think, you know, the standouts, especially in this episode, you know, everyone gets their moment to shine, you know, and it's rare that that happens in a show where everyone is established from the very, very beginning, um, which is, which is pretty amazing to see that everyone, you know, gets, gets their worlds established. Everyone gets their, their characters established and they all get their moments to shine. And I really, really respected that. Um, and I think the standouts for me, this episode, you know, I loved Galadriel. Obviously I loved Elrond. Also, I love Nori, you know, you know, learning about the Harfoots and, you know, we got to talk to Dylan Smith a few months ago at this point now. Um, he's, he's so, he's so fun. And like, every time you're in a faction of this world, you're like, oh, I, I, I love these people. I want to spend more time with them. And then I'm like, wait, but what's going on with the, the world of men or what's going on with the elves? And it just knows exactly, just like Peter Jackson's films knew exactly when to kind of switch over um, to tell the story of, of who haven't we seen for a little while. This series will do that. And it's, and it has great balance, has a great tone throughout. And I really respected that. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, you know, technically, obviously, we've spoken about how incredible the effects are. Anthony leaned over to me a bunch of times during our screen saying, this is a TV show. This is a TV show, especially with the snow troll. Uh, Phenomenal. Uh, I've like most of you, I I think, you know, hopefully listening to this. and I know Shay and Anthony, I've been listening to the soundtrack to the show nonstop the last couple days you know bear mccrary has done something absolutely incredible here um and he's he's made an iconic score for a series that is built upon iconic scores and he has his name up there with howard shore who was also part of the show um as the theme song composer but it's absolutely amazing the music is just grand and so much of this show defines the word epic and i know we overuse the word epic but I don't know a bigger word to describe, you know, what has been accomplished with the show. It's really, really spectacular. The, the score is absolutely crazy. It's, it's now my new workout score. Like I've been going for my runs at night and it's what I've been listening to. Um, and I just also want to quickly touch upon Dylan Smith as well. Like he is, he's so just charming and lovable. And we knew that from our interview, but just to, but just to kind of have that conversation with him and and see his character come to life. I'm like, Oh man, you're such a good dad. Like you're the kind of dad that, you know, you want to be as, as an adult when you grow up, just supportive of his daughter and, and wanting to make sure that she goes out and explores this world. And and, I mean, obviously whenever we spoke uh, in our interviews, which you'll get to see uh, on YouTube and also in our, um, our podcast, Everybody loved Dylan. It was like Dylan, yeah, shots for Dylan. It's like, what? No, hold on, yeah. I'm taking shots, shots right for now. Dylan. Like, uh, I don't understand <laughs> what's going on here. But no, the, the score is phenomenal, and everybody in this show is phenomenal. Definitely. You know, how about for yourself, Anthony? Any other standouts? You know, t- from the technical side for you of the show that you were just like, that is amazing. That's incredible. I think for for me, episode two, uh, there is a sequence on the sea, and it's really 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 well done there's actually two sequences on the sea uh one that takes place during the day and one that takes place during a a huge storm and it just gave me vibes of like captain phillips not captain sorry um why did i think of captain phillips uh (laughs) captain phillips tom hanks castaway when he's out on sea and dealing with the thunderstorm and there's like a lot of like practical but as well as cg embedded into it and it's just it just feels like I don't know what's real or what's not, and that's amazing. Right? Like that's you could tell on t- like TV shows, you could tell what's real and what's not, what's in front of a green screen and what's not. With this show, there are parts where you just I 
I can't it's believe seamless. it. Seamless. Because it's seamless. They shoot a lot of this on location in real places. This is there's, they're not right. shooting it just on a green behind a green screen on a studio set. This is shot with real cabins and real forest and real true and real uh, mountains and everything you pretty much see other than like the you know the glowing trees uh, is pretty much real and that's <laughs> and that just says a lot about lord of the rings because lord of the rings is such a practical and and cg blend that works so well right. together like it just works right. it's not just cg and they're not and the beauty of it is amazon's not saying well let's cut the the cost and make it just cg let's actually make these let's sets give it happen. what it needs let's make these yeah. sets happen and if we need to elaborate more we'll add the cg and that's how every movie or show should be made when it comes to this type of franchise when it's a huge franchise like this you don't want everything green screen because it's going to come out fake it's going to come out yeah terrible truthfully um but yeah i had the opportunity to ask anthony like like you mentioned right now we just got we had the opportunity to ask uh, patrick mckay and lindsey weber how they trained a dragon to actually appear <laughs> in the show because th- there's no way that was cg like that was a real dragon. hold on a second a dragon a dragon yeah it's you know it, it's incredible you know there, there's just so many aspects of the show that i love i would say the only downside really to the show is that you know i we gotta wait for the next episode now you know there's a little teaser at the end of episode two and you'll see this from the trailers where you're just like oh my god how do we get from here to that and it's like that's like a different show and it just goes to show the scope that is behind the show it's really really phenomenal I kept asking myself, I'm like, how is this show going to win Best Picture, Best, best <laughs> Cinematography, yeah. Best Visual Effects when it's just a TV show? Like, it's just, that's how mind-blown this show is when it comes to what you're viewing on screen. It's like, this is Best Picture, but it's going to win an Emmy, but it should win right. an Oscar. It's, it's, it needs that what? Oscar. What? Yeah. Production? No, it, it's true, though. Production-wise, what? Visual, the sound, I, I, <laughs> the sound. Like, when we watched it in uh, Culver Studios, it was the sound was so piercing and it was like you just didn't expect this from a tv show like i left with bruises i thought yeah. i was getting beaten up during this movie just from how powerful the sound was this was and what's crazy is it was just logitech speakers that they had just right in front of us <laughs> that's PC how good speakers. the sound was yeah yeah it was a pc speaker i believe i was like damn this is yeah. good they made anyone who's getting a text message it got the little sound do you remember that oh my god that was, yeah, a, that was a deep cut. That was mastered cut. in such a way that you would never expect it from a TV show. Yeah. Like, this is something that you would get out of a, uh, an Oscar worthy production. You know, like, yeah, this I'm just glad, you know, I'm just glad ridiculous. Prime Video does HDR and everything too, oh, because yeah. like that, that's, that's a major factor, you know, they do HDR I know with like 10, I think not D- yes. Dolby Vision. One day. Not Dolby Vision yet, but I mean, like one day, you know, one day, cause like, you know, I think too, you know, here in Crave with Canada, you know, the compression on that app hurts a lot of shows. You know, when you watch a, sh- a movie or a show that has HDRs or in 4K, like the compression and the the, the bit rate that it streams at, um, it doesn't always look the greatest. So I'm hoping, and I am sure it will look incredible when it does come to Prime Video. Obviously, uh, September 1st, so you'll be able to watch it. Uh, let's get to our final recommendations. Now, Anthony said something earlier that made me think, and I was like, okay, Anthony was saying, how can I, you know, how could the show win an Oscar for Best Picture? And in my head, I'm like, how could we give a show a real gem? And you know what? 
I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm giving the show a real gem. This show is phenomenal. It is massive in scope. It is beautiful. And I truly do believe it's going to redefine what, you know, stories look like on tv the show is setting a new standard it's absolutely mesmerizing tolkien's work i think just it's never been more interconnected with one another and it's just wonderful required watching television if you are a fan of the lord of the rings if you are just a fan of fantasy or epic or like this is where you need to go this is what you need to watch this is required viewing it's a real gem anthony how about yourself um yeah, this is a real gem. You probably, if you've been listening to this, 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 this um, review, you probably know how excited I am about it and how amazed I am about it and everything that came out of this show that's just blown me away. Um, yeah, this is definitely a real gem. This is something I don't know will ever be recreated again just because of the production value and, and the amount of money right. that went into it. I just don't see it ever happening Again, this is like one of those events in television history. We we were talking about like Stranger Things being like, holy shit, this is fantastic. Yeah. No, that that in that scale, this is even damn. It's that's, that's, it that's a sitcom. Yeah, that's a, a sitcom. sitcom. Now. <laughs> um, if you are a fan of film, TV, you love fantasy, you love Lord of the Rings. This is a show. The only tragicness to it is that you know you you could watch this on your phone um right and you could watch it on an ipad where you i feel like this should have been something you watch on a big screen which i believe they're going to be doing a fan screening for they uh, are yes so the day this the day the day this reviews out you could watch a fan screening if you if you if you got tickets if you if you have tickets you're gonna love it this is something i wish i hope hopefully one day they'll put the whole whole thing on the big screen but um yeah yeah i'm real gem real real friggin gem what, what's a what's a what's an elvish word for amazing amazing that's a great question i, I will i will speak f- it man dark elvish <laughs> oh you no, that's no, not good okay. uh i'm gonna i'm gonna try and find the answer for that for you but while i do uh shabazz please let us know your thoughts and your final recommendation for the lord of the rings the rings of power the show gets 10 rings out of 10 for me, man. It is, Damn. It is a real gem. It is so good. Um, I, I love Lord of the Rings. So to, to see it fully realized and so in depth, it, it's got me really excited. I, I can only hope the remaining episodes continue this path forward. And from the footage that we've gotten to see about it, I... I can't see the, it dipping in quality or I can't see it really dipping at all. I can only see this going higher and higher on, on top of Mount Doom and then not down off. Yeah, okay. This is, this is going to be phenomenal. I'm excited for everyone to see it. Yeah. You know, and I can, I'm looking forward to the conversations every week again. I'm glad that this is coming out weekly. I really hope the show just takes off and is a huge success because it deserves it. I'm just so happy to have more Lord of the Rings back in the world. You know, it's been almost 10 years since the Hobbit trilogy wrapped up and it's been over 20 years now since, you know, that original trilogy of Lord of the Rings films came out and took the world by storm. And now the Lord of the Rings are back and I think it's better than ever. And it's here to stay because we know this is going to get five seasons. So it's pretty amazing also the elvish word for as uh, for great is uh according to google is kenya so this is absolutely you know if, uh, kenya. 
It's quinoa, you know? Quinoa? Quinoa? Is that like quinoa, quinoa, quinoa? It's quinoa. grain? <laughs> this, is, this is whole grain for sure. Well, it the, is whole the grain Elvish foods. Would, the elves would eat grains, right? Yeah, they would yeah eat grains. it's true. Yeah. It's true. Maybe so. Maybe that's on brand. That's on brand. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our review of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Of course, I want to thank Prime Video Canada once again for inviting us to watch this film and be part of the release strategy for this show. As you could tell, we've been talking the last 30 minutes about it. We absolutely loved it. So it is absolutely just required watching. Check it out on Prime Video this week. You will not regret it. And of course, uh, two episodes are premiering on September 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and then it's going to be followed by new episodes weekly. So there's lots to look forward to. Also, go give Bear McCreary a lot of love on social. His score is absolutely phenomenal. Go listen to it. Go stream it wherever you are because it is so incredible it is worth your time i just have it on constantly i'd be listening to it now right now if we weren't recording and then we get copyright strikes so not going to do that uh thank you once again please go check out all of our incredible coverage of the show we have a three-part interview series out right now you can listen to you could go listen about our trip and you could also hear our interview with dylan smith from a month or two back now he plays largo brandyfoot in the show so go check it out um all of the links and more are in the show notes below so make sure you look at that and then you you know give us five stars if you like what we're doing because we love what we're doing and we want to keep doing it for you. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.